opinions and views expressed in the OC show with Cameron Jackson do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Orange County, are you ready? It's time. For the best damn radio show in all of Orange County. What's it called? The OC Show! Right here, right now on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. With your host... Cameron Jackson. That's right. It's another beautiful day in Orange County where the sun shines 354 days of the year. And where our continuing goal on this show is to fight the likes of which of Mike Schroeder and Susan Schroeder and Todd Gallinger and Larry Agron and Beth Krom and Dana Rohrbacher. And while we're at it, Chris Norby. Because even though in Orange County there's a recession, we are still drinking our lattes and driving our SUVs. And while on the surface, we don't think we really care about Michael Schroeder and what he does in his private time, Deep down inside, we all want to know what he does behind closed doors. Bam, baby. Welcome to the OC Show. I am Cameron Jackson. This is, of course, KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, the greatest radio station in all of Orange County. And this, of course, is the greatest radio show in all of Orange County. Very excited today. I have a guest co-host with me in studio. You know him. He's a very famous man here in Orange County. I talked to somebody at random yesterday about him and mentioned his name, and they knew exactly who he was. I like to know him as White Rage, but you will know him as Bill Hunt. Hello, Bill. How are you? I'm happy to be here. I am happy that you are here as well. Let's try that again. Say happy to be here again. Happy to be here. Oh, excellent. There you are on the correct microphone now. Because, as you know, I do everything in here. I read. I do the board. I do everything that's going on. We'll get to Bill in just a moment. Let's do some house cleaning, as we always do here on the OC Show. If you are just joining us on your, in, your, in your car, uh, in your jail cell, uh, you're going to be going to the community room in any moment uh, where there's a computer waiting for you, uh, back at the office, what have you, you can go to KUCI.org. Click in the upper right-hand corner for streaming audio. That is KUCI.org, baby. Also, you can go to my website at any time that you would like to see what are the upcoming guests, past guests, past shows, or commentary that I have up there. You can go to theocshow.net. That is theocshow.net. You can also email me anytime you'd like, Cameron at theocshow.net. That is very simple, C-A-M-E-R-O-N at theocshow.net. Also, since I have Bill in here today, and Bill can talk when I'm taking a phone call, uh, which I don't normally take phone calls, but if you would like, 949-UCI-KUCI, that's 949-824-5824 if you want to call in, 949-UCI-KUCI. Bill, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. I'm, nice. I'm very nice of you to come in today and uh, shoot the old uh, crapola here with me. Well, thanks for having me. And that's good. He's got a, a list right there of the seven deadly words you're never supposed to use on the air. So I now do. I'm trying to commit him to memory, but uh, you know how that goes. <laughs> well, just think George Carlin and you'll be fine. <laughs> Absolutely. So there you go. Well, some of them are surprising to me, actually. Actually, you're probably surprised yeah. to read some of those words. Yeah. I, some they're of those not wo- the ones I would have expected. No, and some of those words would have actually gotten you fired from the sheriff's department uh a lot of things can get you fired <laughs> in the sheriff's department <laughs> you don't even need to swear you don't even need to swear the truth can get you fired <laughs> so what do we have on the show today well it's a great show i want to talk uh two big things in the beginning and then we're going to have something at the after the break last week on the show it was a complete disaster if you were listening last week you probably sat down and you said to yourself 
You know, Cameron just wasn't the greatest show last week. And I have to agree with you 100% because I got shut down about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes before the end of the show, right when I was in the middle of my Mike Schroeder, uh, John and Ken segment. So because of the magic of radio and a whole new week has gone by, I am actually going to have another segment with White Rage here in studio about John and Ken and Mike Schroeder and these uh, allies that they've got going now here over the recall of... Uh, Anthony Adams. So we'll talk about that after the break, after the half-hour break, after, what, 5.30, somewhere there. Before that, though, a couple things. Uh, one local here, you know, I don't know if you saw in the OC Weekly today, there was a story by R. Scott Moxley uh, came out yesterday on this deputy. Uh, I'm sorry to go uh, to talk about your past brethren, but <laughs> hey, what the hell, uh, that is charged with tasing a handcuffed prisoner. Mm -hmm. I just read it. Yes, and uh, it's a very good article. You can go to, it was covered by Scott Moxley. Now, I don't really care about the article so much. It was a very good article, and Mm -hmm. you should all read it, because, frankly, on the surface, it doesn't sound too good for the deputy. You might think differently. I don't know. Well, he got acquitted. Well, he did get acquitted. Barely, though. No, he did not get It was a hung jury. Hung jury. Hung yeah. jury is not an acquittal, Yeah, but when friend. the jury foreman says that they probably should have never brought it to trial. Well, that's true. But here's the issue that I have. And this is a, this is a Register OC Weekly issue. And the Register, not only do they pander to Mike Schroeder whenever they get the chance, mm-hmm. uh, and pander to pretty much anybody in the Republican Party, uh, they love to uh, follow on the coattails of... Scott Moxley. They've done it on the Heidel case. They've virtually done it on the Corona. Any real reporting that they goes do on. That, and then they dumb it down. And they dumb it down. Exactly. Absolutely. Persistent pays. Right. That's my favorite headline from uh, the, the Corona Schroeder OC Register days. Anyway, so uh, here we have a prime example of the Register now following on the coattails of our Scott Moxley. He goes and he sits in court virtually every day of this trial. He watches the jury. Before the trial ends, there is an article in the Register with two reporters on it. Two reporters on it. But the funny thing about this is that the reporters were never in the courtroom the entire trial. Hmm. They got all their information, apparently, from the The defense attorney. (laughs) From the OC and from the defense attorney. And now, now, once again, after... Moxley writes his story on Thursday. Now we've got another story, two people on it again, and now they're, they're going back now, and they're trying to cover their tracks, and they don't, even, they don't even talk about the fact that Moxley beat them to the story. They don't give him, and the Times now apparently is on this story. So the story is now breaking as this huge story, and once again the register. But you, know, I, you know, to me this all goes back to the Orange County establishment. You, you're either considered establishment in Orange County, or you're not. It was just like when I ran for sheriff. I, I was never embraced by the establishment, and they do everything they can to discredit you, period. That's the way it is. And, and OC Weekly, uh, despite some very good reporting in the past by Scott Moxley and others, it's an anti-establishment paper. The establishment's never going to embrace him. They're certainly not going to give him credit. I mean, he, he didn't get the credit he deserved for the manhunt he did on, uh, on uh, the Mike Corona situation, him and Christine Hanley from the L.A. Times, who were really the only ones who tried to look up, uh, look under any rocks on that whole thing for about two and a half years i think it was a little long well moxie was actually on it since if you go back and you look at his his archives moxie was on the thing since 1998-99 well every yeah he was but because there were problems back then right but he was covering generically i don't know that they really got involved in the corruption issues too much until it's about probably around 2003 2004 but the but the the quote-unquote establishment media never even got involved until the indictment Really? That's true. That's true. They were always on his side. And that's what I said earlier with the Persistence Pays uh, headline. I always use that as my prime example of how they were on, on the, the Persistence Pays. Just if, you, if you're just joining us, what that was, in the last election for Mike Corona, the Republican Central Committee voted to not endorse him. Correct. Mike Schroeder, the kingmaker here in Orange County, went in, changed the rules just a bit or violated the rules. It depends on who you talk to. Mm-hmm four committee votes and got the vote to go one in his favor. And it was Dan- uh, Dana Rohrabacher, the guy you mentioned earlier about uh, those yeah. to watch in this county. <laughs> He's the one who actually got up and, and made an impassioned plea to the body to, uh, he to stand behind Mike Corona and that these were only allegations. He needs a good Republican. Right. Good Republican who was uh, dancing in the street with Gray Davis until he had no more use for him. Right. You know, that's uh, Mike Corona. But, you know, again. Well, but, but wait, wait. The, the, the thing is this, though. So the next day, though, the next day, front page, 
big headline, biggest headline I've ever seen in the Orange County Register, Persistence Pays, with a big fat photo of the convicted felon, former, now disgraced sheriff, Mike Cronin. It keeps getting longer and longer on that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) We need to give him an acronym. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You come up with it, I'll use it. So anyway, so uh, once again, the register falling behind uh, and and not doing their job. They need to be out there doing their job, paying more attention. See, I think what the register does, I think that they they nip around the edges of the story, but they don't want to jump in too deep because they're afraid to isolate their sources in positions of authority. That's what happens with the sheriff's department. They want to go in. They want access. So they're afraid. Uh, they kind of chip around and act like they're reporting, uh, but they're not. And, uh, and and many times it's laziness. A lot of these reporters, you know, Moxley lives and dies for his stories. Christine Hanley, the same thing. They dig, they dig, they work up uh, uh, informants. They really try to find out what's going on, and they take time to gain people's confidence and trust, and they learn valuable information. Well, that takes effort and time and i've run into a lot of reporters not just with the register but and other uh uh, local media who aren't interested in that what they want is to call you up and get it handed to them and and that's uh, called rolodex reporting absolutely right if you're just joining us you're listening to the oc show with cameron jackson my guest co-host today is bill hunt aka white rage uh (laughs) (laughs) and uh you're listening to kci 88.9 fm in irvine after the break after the break you're going to want to come back and listen to my little uh uh, expose, my audio expose on John and Ken and Mike Schroeder and my little take mulligan. on that. Mulligan. You're taking a mulligan on that one. What's a mulligan? Um, a mulligan's a golf term for a do-over. Oh, well, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know golf, so <laughs> I just showed my true colors there, didn't I? <laughs> All right. Um, I've been talking about this proposition that's coming up in the May 19th election. It's Prop 1A through 1F, right? And essentially what the state and Schwarzenegger... Have you heard about this one, Bill? Yeah, I have. Okay. Uh, do you, you know what your stance is on it? Yeah. If it's taxes, I am for no new taxes. Thank Period. you. Very That's it. All right. So <clears throat> essentially this is what happened. We all know the state ran itself into a $45 billion right. uh, budget hole. They came up with these wonderful propositions that we have to pass. Prop 1A basically is a tax extension for two years, $16 billion tax, tax extension, and on top of the fact that you just got a 1% increase. Now, the, the propositions B through F uh, have to do with teachers' unions, schools, et cetera, et cetera, uh, a spending cap, et cetera, et cetera. And the, prop, and the politicians are going out now, and they are, they are campaigning, both Republicans and Democrats, campaigning that you need to vote yes on these things. It's crazy. George Skelton over at the L.A. Times uh, has been going head-to-head with two guys we're going to talk about later on, John and Ken, over this issue, because John and Ken are running a huge no-on-1A through 1F campaign. Mm-hmm. And Skelton is saying that basically it's a myth. And let's talk about it real quick. All right. George Skelton from the LA Times. The myth is that Prop 1A is a sneaky trick to raise taxes. Truth is it's a measure to create spending caps and a rainy day reserve to slow growth, to slow the growth of state government. That's why many liberals oppose it. Well, hell, Bill, if liberals are opposing it. If you want to slow the growth of government, don't give them money to begin with. Oh, you're saying that don't even give them the tax money? Yeah. Uh, no, well, I'm saying that any time, look, it, they're, they're trying to get their, uh, the camel's nose under the tent. Once they got your money, they're not giving it back to exactly. you. If you want to control growth, uh, you, what you do is you feed the private sector. You incentivize. You, you uh, make uh, uh, things more rewarding for business. You don't give it to the government. Look at what we're talking about here, the teachers' unions and schools. Well, they're a mess. They're a mess because they're run by the government. That's exactly right. And this is what Skelton is missing the point on because he's saying okay it's not a sneaky trick this 1a the tax extension that they're not talking about right he's missing the point and it's and you've hit the nail on the head it's, it's not, a shell game it's, it's misdirection right it's not about the two-year tax increase so much as it it's about the entire mess up there yeah, and that the it's state how did we needs, get here to begin with? right and the state needs to go insolvent right. That's why people want to vote no on 1A through 1F, because we have to bring the state to insolvency in order to fix these issues. Absolutely. It's the same thing. That's why we had these tax, uh, uh, Tea Party Tax Day revolts across the country. I know some uh, media were play- downplaying it, but the reality is people are fed up. It's just like with these national bailouts that I think are going to uh, backfire with Barack if he keeps doing uh, President Obama if he keeps doing it. You can't keep funding broken systems and expect them to get better. You can't. Well, 
California is the capital of, between California on the West Coast and New York on the right. East Coast, you're talking about two failed states, really. Absolutely. They have taxed themselves into oblivion. Here we are now paying almost, in, in Orange County, almost 9%. L.A. County is paying almost 10% for sales tax, for crying right. out loud. Right. And then all this in the midst of a recession, and I've got articles right here, articles right here that says, one, cigarette use in California is in steep decline. Hmm, gee, I wonder why that is. Maybe because they raised the tax a dollar a pack right, on that. Right. It ain't because people want to do have a cleaner, healthier lifestyle. And number two, look at this. Benefits widen public-private workers' pay gap. So it used to be that when you worked for public sector you didn't make as much money now right. you're making as much or more especially when the you add in the golden benefits package that's why our taxes are going up and then another one here about um oh where did that one go in my stack here oh, that one's a good one i'll do that one next week sales tax revenues fall at fastest pace in years from the mm -hmm. wall street journal why do you think recession aside why do you think that sales tax figures are are falling? Nobody wants to exactly. buy anything People because the buying. taxes are going up too much. So what do you? I mean, the the bottom line is well, it's a lot of things. Their, tax, their taxes are going up, but they don't have the disposable income they used to have, and there are a lot of other concerns that they didn't have before. People are nervous, and when they're nervous, they're not going to part with their money. Oh, that's exactly right. And you add on top of that, people being nervous because it's just a recession. But then you add on top of that. Putting taxes on top of people, this state, the only way you're going to fix this state is by going insolvent. Because when you go insolvent in this state, then that means that you can take care of all these damned unions that hold this state by a stranglehold. And you might be able to get rid of some of this crazy spending that we've been doing. If you go, this is a great segue into, the, into what I did last week on the show. If you go to theocshow.net, just go there right now. .net. I have, if you scroll down the page, and you might want to look at this one day, the OC Show Manifesto, and it talks about nine, is it eight or nine? I can't even remember now how many put it. Eight referendums, eight propositions that we need to put on the ballot today, right. today, to fix this state. You want to hear what they are, Bill? Give it to me. Very, very, very simple. One is revamp the initiative process. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. Got to revamp that. I'll let you read on what it is. And you need to simplify. What we're doing is complicating the problem. All we're doing is throwing uh, uh, fuel on the fire. We're making it worse. Well, you need to you, simplify things. Right. You, well, and you make you add more and more spending. And the, and the simplest way to do it is don't give those people who've been proven they're irresponsible with our money more money. That's exactly right. Number two is end term limits. That's a big reason yeah. why we're having these problems. If you've got a guy who's in there for six years and knows he's only going to be there six years... What long-term? Look, we don't have term limits anyway. It's a joke. Certainly here in Orange County, what they do is they play a hot potato uh, with, the, with the seats. They go from, you know, city council, and they go to board of supervisors, and they go to the assembly, and then but, they go to the Senate if they can do it, still, and then they go back to the board. But there's still no long-term... Right. Uh, there's no long-term uh, accountability for those people well, because they are playing the musical chairs. There isn't. That's You're absolutely right. right. Uh, number three is session uh, legislative session length. I say they can only be there six months in a two-year period. Yeah, we should be doing that. We used to have a part-time legislature. Until Jerry the Brown. The problem, what happens is you made them professionals, and they're using their authority and their, and their position uh, to create lucrative uh, uh, jobs for themselves. And not only that, but they've got far too many, way too much time on their hands. Yeah. I mean, if you, if, I love this statistic. The, I tell this story all the time. When I was a cop, the first year I was a cop, 1996, they passed something like 400 laws. 1997, it was 800 laws. 1998, it was 1,200 laws. Right. In the last 10 years, on average, they've passed 1,000 laws a year. That's 10,000 laws in 10 years. You can't sit there and tell me for a second that... Uh, State government isn't overblown. Yeah, because most of our state government, most of the laws, you know, besides the penal code, uh, most of the agencies uh, don't have the staffing and the resources to enforce those laws on the books anyway. And that, and it, and it causes them to have to expand their workforce to try and keep up with it. Exactly. So that's part of the reason, which that, makes them more and more ineffective. Yes, exactly. Uh, in, contra in contribution limits at state level. So I don't want any more contribution limits at state level. I got another article right here. We could go over it today, but we're not going to. But it says from the LA Times, political donations are staggering thanks to legal loopholes. 
This is from the FAIR, uh, FPPC, the Fair Political Practices Board. They're coming out and they're saying, look, we have contribution limits, but they're all getting around them anyway. Right. In the last, uh, this staggering, $344,000 a day, more than a billion dollars has been contributed since limits took effect eight years ago. Hasn't done anything. Well, because what people are doing is 503Cs, and they're, and they're setting up their own PACs and, and, and contributing at, that way. Look at, look at uh, on, on paper, Agron. On paper, Larry Agron, last election cycle, I think raised $30,000, $40,000. Mm-hmm. But if you look at all the committees and stuff that were set up on behalf of him, there's a right. million dollars. Right. And I'm saying, look, they're raising it anyway. Hell, let's just let's be it in the open. Let's know that Larry Agron gets the majority of his money from developers right. instead of from Susie Sally, sister's mama's right. grandmother's niece. Anyway, uh, sunset all prior proposition sending, spending. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. Yeah. You've got to get rid of the spending, man. Right? Well, look, I mean, it, it, if you dumb things down, uh, if, if you're having problems with your own home family budget and you keep spending money, you got, your problems are going to get worse, right? That's exactly I right. I mean, you you got income, you got expenses, and, and anything above that, you should be able to spend how you want unless you're considering savings or what have you. But, I mean, we do, government doesn't apply that to themselves. They, they take our money uh, because they want to tell you they know how to spend it better, and uh, they spend themselves out, and they come back to us for more money telling us that uh, it's for our own good. It's absurd, and that's why the country's in the state it's in, in this state particularly. And, you know, Obama wants to do a $3.9 trillion budget. Yeah, I think that stuff's going to backfire. You know, he's selling us away. Yes, absolutely. And they're not even taking care of the important things that matter, which is Social Security and Medicare. Did you know, Bill, Bill Hunt, did you know that we are $67 trillion in the hole yeah. between Social Security and Medicare? Those, you know, they're not on the radar screen because they're not the sexy buzzwords right now. Everybody wants health care, which is just going to cripple us to begin with. But, uh, you, you know, that's something they're not even considering. You don't even hear it talked about. I think McCain talked about it a little bit, but nobody else is. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the Number six that I liked is end all defined benefit plans for state workers. Look, everybody in the real world, I think, Bill, you've had the same epiphany I have had. We were both cops. We both worked where we got 3% of 50. We got a nice uh, slush fund on top of that with our deferred compensation and our 401Bs or Cs or Ks or whatever you had. Now in the real world, we look around and we say, you know what? Uh, those are pretty nice plans. Uh, myself personally, I think that public employees, I don't care what they are, should be contributing to their own retirements just like the rest of well, us. Well, I think, unfortunately, they're going to have to start doing that right now because the unions got too greedy and they overreached. Now, now you can't blame it just on the unions because these duly elected people, board of supervisors, city council people, state uh, representatives, they, they gave all it signed away. on sure, board and they gave absolutely. it away. So what, what really irritates me is, is watching these folks who call themselves conservatives blaming the unions when it's their own party that stood by because they gained the, the law enforcement support of the fire authority support or what have you and they took that benefit and now they're turning around and blaming the union those guys have bargaining power they can go in and ask for it but they can't take it on their own it is our board of supervisors it is our state legislatures it is our county uh, or uh, city council people that are uh, agreeing to it they deserve to take as much responsibility and i don't think that they can just say well guess what we're on tough time so we're going to renege on our deal with the police and the fire or the teachers or whoever they made the deals what you have to do now is look at what your options are you maybe start cutting in other areas you start telling people no the next time they come to the table well you start deal uh, dealing in good faith but to go in it's not leadership to give something away in a, in a, in a collective, collective bargaining and then turn your back on them when time gets tough and well, try to take it back. I think you're speaking to what John Morlock is trying to do right now where he's trying to take the benefits away yeah, well, from the not, sheriffs. But it's not just here in, in Orange County. It this is, is going an, throughout the sure. state. It's going this on is down a, This is going to be a pretty uh, big uh, uh, litmus test for the rest of the state. Well, I think what's going to happen is I think it's going to get shot down again uh, because they're in front of the same judge. Right. So she's going to find a reason and, to shoot it and down. And she really uh, took some time to, to put a reason ruling out last time so i think she knew that they were going to appeal it right and not only that though not only that but uh more importantly it's something that i think they're going to have to deal with moving forward they're going to have to say okay starting uh 2010 all new recruits all new teachers all new x y and z are going to have to do it it's unfortunate they're going to they're going to have to go to a tiered system where the where the new people are treated differently i mean you, you know you can't just uh legislate backwards 
on I mean, look what happened down in San Diego. It started down there. Yeah. You know, your old stomping grounds. And, you know, we, uh, we didn't learn from it then. That's what kills me about this economy. We were bankrupt 15 years ago, right? We should have learned from that. We didn't. Uh, uh, you know, what was it, five, six years ago, they gave away the fort. Yeah. They should have known. And the, what went on with that, uh, particularly with 3 at 50 with the Sheriff's Department, was incredible. I mean, Mike Corona used public safety money to fund the benefit. Now, how, how much, I mean, look. We all benefited from uh, 3 at 50. I know I did, even though my retirement's significantly smaller than it should have been. You know what I mean? But look, the reality is these guys, uh, they knew what it was going to cost them. They weren't tricked, uh, and they gave into it. And, uh, you know, they wanted the political benefit from it, and it backfired. Well, you can't have it both ways. You're either a responsible leader, and you, and you and deal part out of that principle. But part of that responsibility is the fact that they don't, they have term limits. They don't yeah. have any long-term. They, they could care less six years from now what happens. It's not, right. I'm not around anymore. Right. That's true. Well, some of them are. Well, yeah. Uh, number seven is end the public money trough for past politicians. Basically saying, look, if you were a politician, you can't go work for one of these water boards. You can't. Any company that gets the majority of its funds. Yeah, yeah the Sacramento appointments from the governor. Yes. Oh, what a bunch of nonsense. Non- these guys yeah. go up for one meeting a month and they make $100,000 yeah, a year. None of that. And we're wondering why we're broke. I mean, if you start cutting That's that right. nonsense out, yeah. we're going to save some significant money. You're talking, uh, you, you know, you can support a family on that. Yep, exactly. And the last one year. is enact a 4% sales tax cap for 50 years, baby. 4%. You know, I don't know. We need to get away from sales tax to begin with and go to a flat, flat tax. tax. Or, yeah, you know, I agree. I uh, agree. Something like that. That's, I, a, that's like a, a dirty word for some reason in government, though. I have no yeah, idea why they're so you, afraid well, of that. But you, because you can't manipulate. Uh, it, it is what it is. That's they can right. only deal with what they've got. Here they can continue to uh, manipulate and twist the system and, and justify and scare people into, uh, you know, giving them more money. And, uh, and the situation gets worse and worse. That's right. You're listening to KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is the OC Show. I am your host, Cameron Jackson. My guest co-host today, White Rage, a.k.a. Bill Hunt. Bada-bang. Thank you very much. It is uh, 5.30 here at the beautiful station. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Mike Schroeder and, I'm sorry, Michael Schroeder. Is, Mike Schroeder is his, is his friendly, furry, fluffy name. And uh, John and Ken have formed an unusual alliance, considering a year and a half ago what John and Ken were saying about I've Mike always Schroeder. said that politics is about agendas, my friend. And my friend, you are correct. Machiavelli still rules. So uh, when we come back from the break, uh, more on that. You will not want to miss it. We'll be right back, baby. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. The opinions and views expressed in the OC show with Cameron Jackson do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. And you are listening to the OC show with... Cameron Jackson. Just remember, I am your Superman, baby. You know it. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Uh, If you're just joining me, I have a guest co-host in studio with me today. That guest co-host is Bill Hunt, a.k.a. White Rage. How are you, Bill? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm doing great. That is is my little pet name for you. You like that one, I hope. What what am I to do? (laughs) Nothing at this point. Um, If you are just joining us and you want to continue listening in your uh, house, in your office, in the um, uh, visiting area of the jail, wherever you might have a Wi-Fi connection, uh, go to KUCI.org, click in the upper right-hand corner, and get your streaming audio. They don't have computers in the jail, do they? Uh, The deputies do. The staff does. Oh, well, there you go. Anyway, uh, go to KUCI.org, click in the upper right-hand corner, get your streaming audio. Also, you can go to my website, theocshow.net, theocshow.net, and get your um, upcoming shows, past guests, listen to past shows, read my manifesto. It's on there right now, the OC Show Manifesto. It's about what we can do to change the state. I think you should read it. Get some ideas. Go out there. Get a proposition going in my name. Thank you very much. Uh, look, here's the, we've got this recall going on right now of Anthony Adams. Mm-hmm. And I was very intrigued by this because John and he- Ken are spearheading this because Anthony Adams signed the no-tax pl- pledge, right. signed this big no-tax pledge. He reneged on it. He was one of the three legislatures who voted to increase our taxes. Right. 
Here's that's why we are where we are today. Mm-hmm. So they are pushing this recall of Anthony Adams. They wanted to do him because he's only been in there for seven months. He's got his whole term in front of him. Get rid of him now. And the surface, it sounded like a great idea until I found out who was backing it. Guess who's backing it? Michael Schroeder. Michael Schroeder. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> and the, 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 it's just incredibly funny how Michael Schroeder has joined forces with John and Ken. John and Ken, two guys who a year and a half ago, year and five months ago, after Mike Corona was indicted for federal corruption charges, mm-hmm. were lambasting Schroeder and his wife about what they were all about. And I, just to illustrate it, just to illustrate it, let's, let's listen in to John and Ken, November 7th, 2007 now, actually, I believe. Hey, now. Uh, Rakakis normally comes on our show frequently, and we enjoy having him on because, you know, he's got the goods on some uh, bad guy or there was some high-profile trial that uh, uh, the DA either has won or lost. Uh, here, you think it would be a slam dunk that he would come on. Uh, but uh, apparently one of his uh, top uh, spokesholes is a woman who is married <laughs> to Corona's spokeshole. Uh, Corona's top political advisor is a man by the name of Mike Schroeder. His wife is the Orange County Deputy District Attorney Susan Kang Schroeder. And, and so, uh, Kang Schroeder? Uh, Mike yeah, Schroeder. she is the first Korean-American to serve as Deputy District Attorney in Orange County. Can I just tell you, too, when she came onto my show, she made a big deal about being the first Korean-American uh, person. Like, who gives a crap? I, you know, I, tell, I tell people on the show, I've got race fatigue. I don't care where you're from right, anymore. Right. Just come in and How do about a, competence? Just do a good job. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. We'll keep going. Now, she usually is very accommodating with us in getting Tony Rukakis on the air to flog whatever they want to flog. Here, though, Mike Schroeder, uh, apparently from Belgium, immediately started... uh, Why was he in Belgium, Cameron? There you go. Was there a spin out? Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I'm glad you brought that up. See, I didn't talk about this with Bill ahead of time. Isn't it funny? You know, whenever the crap hits the fan here in Orange County and it's somebody associated with Mike Schroeder, guess where he is? He's out of town. Out of country. Guess where he was when this happened? Belgium. Belgium. Guess where he was when... Jaramillo was trying to subpoena him for trial. Just Mexico? Was it Mexico? That was another case. Yeah, okay. He was in Mexico with his wife hiding out in Mexico during something to do with Rakakis. I can't even remember. That was so long ago. No, this time he was up in Sacramento, apparently, yeah. avoiding service. And then he went somewhere else, apparently, uh, avoiding service for Jaramillo. So here's a guy who, from Belgium, now is giving them a statement. We'll keep going. Spewing uh, a defense for Mike Corona. And it was all nonsense. It was just gas. It was garbage. And uh, we went on the air right away and and said so, because that's what it is. Uh, So I guess now she's in a snit over it. And now suddenly we can't get access to Tony Rakakis, which is fine, because we don't need any of these political hacks on. We just want you to know how this stuff works. When they have something to sell, they're banging on our door, kissing our ass. And when we tell the truth, because somebody involved is, 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 is is just BSing, because that's what Mike Schroeder is doing for Corona. He's just BSing. Uh, and we call him on it. It's like, well, uh, Mr. Rakakis is not available right now. Uh, he has other commitments. Uh, he's not doing media. He's not doing media interviews. Uh, there's a scheduling conflict. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all the, all the, the political BS. The they're that... all tied in Republicans. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know how Susan Kang met Mike Schroeder, but it could have been through the same political circles that they run in. And Mike... Can I just tell you that when Susan Schroeder got, uh, and I know this from firsthand, that when she got um, uh, engaged to Michael Schroeder, she would run around the courthouse showing everybody her, like, three-carat diamond ring. And she was just, it was the, it was the most lovely thing for she her. She must have been very proud. Very, very proud. Very proud. Schroeder attached himself to Mike Corona because he said, this guy's going to be governor or more. Well, yeah. it didn't go that way. Mm. It's gone south quickly. Best but this Mike Schroeder's decided to stay on and speak in defense of Sheriff Mike Corona. So that makes it a twisted knot because his wife is very close to Tony Rakakis. You get it? You get it. Yeah. So now we're going to talk to Mike Schroeder. Oh, hey, good, good. It came up. It's going to play for me. Huh, very happy about that. I won't touch it because I want it to continue playing. Uh, So here's the thing. These things that I've been saying this entire time, John and Ken are on to it as well. They understand the, the what's going on, and you hear them. They're talking. He's BSing them. It's it, you know they just use us, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. Now fast forward. 
fast forward. And they're using Mike Schroeder. They're using, well, but Mike Schroeder is using them, Michael. Yeah, I hate it's to a two-way street because yeah. they're on the same, they're on the same side of the issue. It's agendas. But, That's uh, politics. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You know, Michael Schroeder has had a ton of losses. He lost with Janet Wynn. He yeah, lost he with did. Debbie Cook. Absolutely. He lost with Mike Corona. He's got an image problem right now. Mm-hmm. What better way? And that's the point of this segment. What better way? I don't want to rehabilitate him. To rehabilitate right. him than to jump on this great political bandwagon issue and to but be see, the that's the force thing with behind a guy it. like a Michael Schroeder or an Anna Probolsky or a John Fleischman. These behind the scenesers. There's no way to hold them accountability or to hold them accountable. They're they they wield influence behind the scenes. They control things. They uh, influence people, elected officials, but you can't hold them accountable. When things go bad, what does Michael Schroeder do? He re- he disappears into the background, waits goes till to things, Belgium. He waits till things blow over, and he reinvents himself. Finds an issue that's an easy one like this, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a no-brainer issue for a Republican to get involved with the guy who uh, who who screwed up the tax pledge and, and beat him over the head with it. So he's trying to. You know, get back rehabilitate in. himself right. exactly, and, and and you get a win. And people's uh, memories in politics is so short. Yes, you know, and he knows that. Yep, he and, knows it. And, and, and he's that's why it. all the ridiculous things he says over the years, and, and anything he said in, in defense of Mike Corona, if you put it up there now today, you know how ridiculous it is. But people forget about him. That's right. Now let's play. Let's play. Uh, what a difference a year and a half makes, uh, Bill. Let's play uh, the new, new and improved. Mike Schroeder. I can hardly wait. Yeah, Mike Schroeder now with John and Ken. Let's see how the buddy budding. And, and this is not to slam John and Ken because I actually like John and Ken. Right. And we understand here on this show that people use each other for different various means. I mean, people have come on the show and use me, et cetera, et cetera. It happens. But it's to illustrate once again the point that I make is that he's a con man. On the on the on the highest level of cons, and he's he's trying to pull the wool over your eyes again. And the, and there is also another there's, there's a different agenda. There's another agenda in here as well that you got to pay attention to. So let's keep playing. It. He along with Lee Lowry, who was on our show the other day, are uh, big time responsible for recalladams.org. And I and I got I got to stop it too because the the irony of what Mike Schroeder, Michael Schroeder is going to talk about here uh, in a little bit is hilarious, and you'll laugh when you hear it. Mike Schroeder used to be the California Republican Party chairman, so let's talk about what may happen today. Mike, Mike welcome to the John and Ken Show. It is great to be on with you again, and are you ready to recall? Fired up. Yeah, yeah, we're ready. Are you ready to recall? I mean, come on. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't disagree with him on the recall issue. <laughs> right. But he's fired up. Happy oh, to be there. Oh, yeah, you? baby. You know it. We're friends again. Ready to recall. What? Uh, what's the latest on, uh, on the Adams recall, and what's going to happen this afternoon? Well, we're going to serve him this afternoon. Um, he's he, not in Belgium? Um, uh, he's having a, um, a reception and a fundraiser with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, we're, we, we invite anyone who wants to join us and, 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 and watch us uh, go ahead and, and serve them to come, come by. It's at 2525 East Wildwood Canyon Drive in Glendora, and uh, they're having a lavish cocktail reception at the uh, home of Michael and Sandy Valentine Matthews. Like, Schroeder's never had a lavish cocktail yeah. uh, uh, session of his own. So we, we invite everyone to come down and, and join with us. We're going to be down there about 5 p.m., and uh, we're going to serve them, and that's going to start the seven-day clock to get everything going on the recall. John and Ken show on Ken. Now, th- there he is, all, all buddy-buddy, happy and, uh, as a pig, and you know what, to be on with John and Ken talking about the service. Now, in the next segment here, this is how, this is the display of power that Mike Schroeder has. And, and he does something that, Bill, you will, you will laugh about you, and you will... If you don't come to the same conclusion I do on it, uh, I will be surprised. But think of it in the context of our profession as private investigators. All right. All right? So just listen to what he has to say now. I'm now. under the gun. Now you are i got to make the, the right decision. And, and, and the irony of this next segment with him and John and Ken, um, some of the things that he's, or one of the, one of the primary things he says. So here we go. AFI AM640 more stimulating. It, it, and just to set this up, this these last segments that I'm playing are all from the same show. So one was at 4 o'clock hour, and now we're at the 5 o'clock hour. And this is Michael Schroeder again. Talk radio, Tax Revolt 2009, recall, repeal, revolt. Yeah, recall really took a big step today. We're going to play for you now our interview with Mike Schroeder from recalladams.org, recounting how they served Anthony Adams at his own fundraiser today in Glendora. Let's talk to Mike Schroeder. Great to be back with you guys. What happened? I just finished uh, serving him with the recall papers. Uh, yes. 
Whoa! He just served him. I mean, the irony of that, know, Bill. That he served Anthony Adams with the recall papers. Here's a guy who will go to another country to avoid if, if service. A, yeah, there's even an indication that he's going to get served. He goes to another country, and yet he walked. Uh, just keep listening. Keep listening. The, it's, so it's a done deal. And as I said to him, as I handed him the recall papers, on behalf of the taxpayers of the 59th Assembly District, let the games begin. Oh, and you know when he says, let the games begin, he means it. I mean, it's only going to be a short amount of time before Anthony Adams has a horse head in his bed. Any response? (laughs) He just, no, he he looked very like he'd eaten something that had badly disagreed with him and simply said, uh, no, have a a nice day, have a safe drive. And uh, that that was... uh, uh, the end of his end. career. Uh, you know, notice the joy this guy alive. takes in other people's uh, misery. Yeah, misery and inconveniences. Oh, he yeah. He loves it. He's, he's, he's floating on the phone. Yes, absolutely. And that's the kind of sicko that we're dealing with. He yeah. does. He actually has a perverse... And and the people that are with him, uh, uh, his his closest henchmen, his in the in the and the John Fleischer, the same way they're petty little people, and they just love poking people, and if they're down, they love poking them more. Even and more. And that should scare you that, that those are the people. Those are the influence wielders behind the scenes in Republican politics in Orange County. That's exactly right. Let's keep going. It gets better. Um, the Glendora Police and the California Highway Patrol have been incredibly professional, and they set up a whole protest zone for people to exercise their First yeah, Amendment gotta rights. you got to listen to this and, part. Uh, this is crucial. Exactly what, uh, this is what, crucial, what we're though. doing. But he served. He has seven days now to file with the Secretary of State his answer to the charges, and we'll take it from there. Where did you serve him? Yeah, the, here. They actually... Um, by law, they have to let one person in to even to a gated community to, to uh, serve uh, legal papers. What? Really? By law, they what can't law is that? Really? I wasn't aware of any of that. Every time I try to go to a gated community and get in to serve papers. I'm going to cite Michael Schroeder from I, now on. I am. I know. Michael Schroeder amazing? said I can come in. The kind of power, as long in, as I'm alone. power and influence, though, that this guy wields. He's able to walk yeah, right people up. don't question him. Right, because and, and it's the same thing here. But, That's what happens with this but, guy. He but says something, ha- they believe it. Right, but but listen how he plays out. Listen how it plays out. So I actually served him at the at the house, and I got to tell you, I've been to many presidential events. I worked on presidential campaigns. I've, I've never seen security like this. There were five different checkpoints, and he got with, through um, all of them. You know, massive. Um, you know. Uh, police um, uh, I don't know what security. kind of security they had. He was on the, the radio, top, one of the biggest radio shows in Orange, uh, uh, Southern California, on, on the top of the bragging about how he was going to serve him at his function an hour before. I know. So, you know, the security could have been that on top of things. Right, right, right. Here we go, though. Here, it's coming. Standing right. out front. And, He's standing uh, out front. I, I was driven up there, got out. Driven up there. to him. Served got to back him. in the car. Drove back down. So you're telling me that... Anthony Adams was at this party in a private house, and he was outside waiting for Michael Schroeder to come up there. I'm telling you, that's the kind of power and influence Michael Schroeder... If they had given Cameron Jackson the paperwork and said, go up there and serve Anthony Adams, the CHP officer would have decked me at the first checkpoint. Right. He's like the Godfather, right? They get him standing on the sidewalk for him. Yeah, so they can whack him <laughs> right out by the right. apple cart. What do they right? call it? The call out? Isn't that, what, is that from Donnie Bar- Donnie uh, Donnie Brasco? Brasco. They said they, uh, you know, what's his name at the end? But here's the here's the big picture, and here this is what I want everybody to keep their eyes on because once again the Republicans are eating the Republican. They're eating their own. Right. They're doing what they do best instead of trying to fix the party. They're just plinking at each other. Right. right. The, and there have been a couple articles already that have come out in the Times that have talked about the Republican Party becoming a cult because the, they only stand for 36 percent of the electorate anymore right. in California. Right. What the hell are you going to do now? Yeah. Well, the problem is they, they play this game of trying to cultivate people they can control to put in elected positions. Well, when you do that, you dumb everything down. You That's don't right. have leadership. You don't have vision. And you get people like that behind the scenes who can be the puppet masters. That's the problem. And here, right here from the register, this is the big picture. Who is it that they want, and I love this name, <laughs> who is it that they want to install into Anthony Adams' position? No other than Dick Mountjoy. Uh, well, of course. Good Lord. If that isn't a member of the uh, good old boys club, I've never, you know, who is? Right. right? He's, a, he's a former state senator and assemblyman, Dick Mountjoy. Now, whoever yeah. came up with that name is just unbelievable. It reminds me of a guy down in San Diego who used to run for office down there every four years. His name was Dick Ryder. 
Finally, somebody told him that Dick Ryder just does not sound good, so he changed it to Richard Ryder at least. But we got Dick Mountjoy going on, no problem. Right, right. Which I guess that goes along well. Mountjoy's well with... an old uh, old Republican here. He's been you know been through the mill, and that's what they want. Maybe. See, they don't want to take a chance with anyone with any vision, uh, with any real direction, with any leadership, because then they don't control them. That's exactly. They want the good old boys, the Dick Ackermans, the the Rohrabachers, these guys that get up there and they pontificate and and they talk a big game and uh, and but. They do what they're told. That's exactly right. And this is what I've been talking about for years on this show, uh, that you have to watch out on what Michael Schroeder is doing, not what he's saying. And this is just a snow job that Michael Schroeder is doing right now. He's just out there to try and reinvent himself. Yeah, he's reestablishing credibility. He wants to be the big guy in town. Again, how do you do that? You get a win. You get a win. And right. he hasn't had a win. That's why I love it. I love it. I love it. He says he's going to take Sander Hutchins to court over the CCW issue. Mm-hmm. I know you oppo- you're, you differ than me on the CCW issue mm-hmm. when it comes to the sheriff, but it doesn't matter. I want him to take her to court because it'll be please. I'm, you'll see me right now. I've got my hands together. You know, I'm praying. Problem, wait, 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 wait. I'm praying. I'm saying, please, dear Lord. Let Michael Schroeder file that lawsuit against the sheriff so he can have another loss. Listen, Michael Schroeder's got himself to blame for having a deal with Sandra Hutchins and CCW. Here's the story, folks. The courts is going to probably going to side with Sandra Hutchins. She's the sheriff. The sheriff has discretion. The problem is all the mopes that the Michael Schroeders of the world put in position to select who the next sheriff was going to be didn't have the foresight to anticipate anything except for the minor issues that were in front of them at the time. There was no leadership there. They didn't think past the edge of their nose. And when you appoint somebody to a countywide elected office that has that much influence and that much impact, and you don't know where they stand on the issues, they haven't been vetted, you, you take somebody from L.A., and you expect them to have a conservative approach on CCWs, and you never ask them about it, shame on you. He gets what he's got coming. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and same with Norby and Morlock and the rest of the Board of Supervisors who just bopped down the bunny trail and thought they were doing the right thing, the easy thing. They got what they asked for. And now I sit there and watch them rub their hands and I say, well, that's what you get. That's exactly you right. You didn't do your job. You showed no leadership. You asked no tough questions. You didn't try to define who people were and where they stood. It was a popularity contest and you wanted to control the sheriff. You know what you found out? Once she's sworn in, you don't control her, bub. And you know that's funny because I said that from the get-go. I mean, it was like you know they they appointed her, and it was like this miracle thing was going to happen that they were going to have right. some kind of control over they, her. I, and 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 I, at the time, I even said on the air, I'm like, "You're insane, you they, people." They are thought insane. that they, she, number one, she's not a strong presence. I don't think she's a terrifically. A, a, I don't think she's a dynamic leader. I don't think she's a visionary. They thought that they could control her, right? Besides, they're looking at, what, 18 months down the road, she's up for election. They didn't expect her to be fighting with the Board of Supervisors. But the reality is you don't control someone once you put them in the spot. Uh, They've got it. So you better make darn sure in advance that the people are who they say they are and you understand where they stand on the issues. the, The reality is she's out of step with Orange County voters on that issue. We'll see how it goes. Well, I think what's going to happen, and I, you know, dare I make a prediction now. My predictions are mostly wrong, but I'll make one anyway. I think she's going to have a tough time come election time. One, uh, as far as I understand, she has not raised any money. She needs to start raising some money Please, right now. Talk, talk to a guy who tried to raise money in Orange County for sheriff. It is a tough nut to crack. Right, and, and you've got and you're Michael in Schroeder. Tougher, you're in harsher economic times now. Well, and not only that, but you've got Michael Schroeder, the king. The king of uh, of raising money for people, if he goes out and he dries up all the sources of money, yeah, and well, I, she's going to have look, a hell of a time. I don't think it's just Michael Schroeder. I mean, there are a lot of uh, different leaders in the in the political well, don- donor community, but the reality is she's alienated the Republican Party. And uh, and that's well, they're the trying to set up a, a, a no confidence vote on her right now, aren't they? Yeah, Are they there's something on going on in yeah. the Central Committee. I mean, I don't follow that. Yeah. It's, it's inside nonsense. Well, it's... It's it's nonsense until you get persistence pays on the front cover <laughs> yeah. of the register. <laughs> that's damn it. true, you know. That's true. So I mean, that's the that is the ins and outs. So that's why I bring to you, bring forward to the public once again what Michael Schroeder is all about, and that these kinds of things have been going on for years. You heard John and Ken talk about it a year and a half ago right. about what Michael Schroeder was all about a year and a half ago. Yeah, but again, here's the. Th- I mean, look. It, nothing changes, though. He might try to reinvent himself, but nothing changes is the point. No, I agree with you. And, and John and Ken are just looking for somebody who's backing them on that issue. Oh, sure. You sure. Know? I don't so blame them. That's I mean, the way it they're, is. They're using him as much look, as he's and, using and them. And here's the thing, too. you got to consider. You look. 
Michael Schroeder is is really uh, his his behavior is consistent with most people, right? When it, when Michael Corona was in office, that was his guy. He benefited from having Mike Corona in office. He got a gun. He got uh, he got the badge. He was the PSR. He's the big legal guy and the spokesman, and he got all this juice and status, right? So. He's, he was blinded because of what he personally benefited from and was unwilling to, to sacrifice those things for Republican values, right, that say everything that Mike Corona is doing is probably not, a, uh, you know, you mean having sex with Republican sex values. with secretaries Whatever, and, even, and, and it, Russian whores? Look, uh, you know, that's one aspect of it. But even the poor management decisions he made, the fiscal uh, problems he put the sheriff's department in, uh, uh, hanging out and, and befriending uh, Gray Davis until he was no longer useful. You know, oh, I mean, hanging guy, out with people like Don Heil for crying right, out loud. This guy was not a conservative. So from that perspective, Michael Schroeder should have been on that guy from the beginning, but he wasn't because he was benefiting from it. Now, uh, nobody wants to make poor decisions, right? But many people can't help it. When, when, the, when they're impacted by their decisions. And he was personally. He was unwilling to take personally sacrifice to get rid of Mike Corona, right? Mike Corona's gone. It's easy. He's got no dog in the fight. He knows Sandra Hutchins isn't going to do anything except take a CCW away and his badge, right? So now it's easy for him. Now what he wants to do, is, he has no problem challenging her. He has no problem going after this Republican, right? Because this Republican uh, doesn't represent Republican values. Well, that's easy, but, but if it was one of his boys, he'd have been defending him. So it's, All it's, the way, yeah. You know, it's a sham is it, what it is. It's exactly right. That's a very good point. And, it's, and I take it even simpler than that and just say he's an immoral, unethical, bastard i mean that's just what i mean that's the basically the the, the brush the broad Again, brush i because, paint him because as. despite what they say they don't represent values they represent their own interests in their own agendas that's and what exactly they will do right. is they will twist and, twist and manipulate the argument to suit uh whatever it is they're pursuing they'll make it appear that it's that it's republican value but it isn't it's that's nonsense. exactly right that's exactly right and those are the leaders in orange county republican politics ain't that a shame anyway you are listening to kci 88.9 fm in irvine this is the oc show with cameron jackson my guest co-host today bill hunt aka white rage i love it uh bill it's been a fast hour it goes fast by hour. quick doesn't it it was fun it was it's always fun this is the greatest radio show in all of orange MG. county and i don't want anybody to ever forget it uh, go to my website i will put this up this segment up on on the uh, blog later on today, theocshow.net. You won't want to miss that. Also, check out my manifesto, which is on there. Uh, what else? Not that one. We want this one. That's the ending. Uh, <laughs> you know, if it doesn't go off perfectly, it's okay. Because I am Cameron Jackson. Indeed you are. Thank you very much, Bill, for coming in today. I my do appreciate pleasure. it. Uh, coming up next is, of course, the uh, greatest disco show out there. It's Disco for Your Health with Jeremy. Great hair. I love Jeremy. He's awesome. Keep listening for that. Folks, I will see you all again next week. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Bye-bye.